Welcome to the It's Not About the Fucking Food podcast. I'm Chloe and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping women love and nourish their bodies with ease and create their vision board life. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of It's Not About the Fucking Food podcast. My name is Chloe and I'm so excited to be talking to you today about when it is about the food. Now you're going to hear me talk a lot about why it's not about the food and actually moving into the deeper stuff that we really need to address in order to recover from eating disorders, disordered eating, anxiety, complex PTSD, trauma, all of those things. But I really think it's really important for me to first address why we can't ignore the food when it comes to eating disorder recovery. First of all, I think it's really important for us to understand the impact that food has and restriction has upon so many parts of our physiology. When we restrict, we actually um, trigger something called the feast famine mechanism. Um, And basically what happens is when we go through a period of famine, our bodies from an evolutionary perspective, we go back to hunter-gatherers, are built to cope with that they're built to cope with famine via feasting right and you'll have seen this if you've ever done diets before if you've ever gone to like slimming world or weight watchers or done any fad diets like that you before you'll have seen that you go through a period of famine and afterwards you're really prone to that feast which also known as that binge mechanism right that's an actually an evolutionary process something that we've developed as a human race to keep us alive when we go into that famine state actually there's lots of things that happen physiologically but i think it's really important for us to understand that actually the the feast is supposed to happen if we don't binge after a period of restriction we likely have anorexia nervosa or atypical anorexia where we're able to override that binge mechanism but actually it's really really important for us to survive it's meant to exist so the fact that diets don't work the fact that we you know 94 percent of people go on to gain the weight back and more after a diet after five years um is because diets aren't supposed to work physiologically we're not supposed to be able to support weight loss we're supposed to then binge after a period of famine and that's part of our evolution that's part of what we're designed to do as human beings as i said really crucial for our survival But as I was going to say, when we go into that famine response, um, lots of things physiologically happen to our bodies. We, um, our body starts to shut down things that aren't required. Um, That's one of the massive things that happens when we're in a period of famine or uh, under fueling um, is that the body shuts down stuff in order to be more efficient in order that um, it can survive on the less you know the lower intake of energy some of the things that it shuts down includes digestion this is why a lot of my clients and a lot of people I've worked with struggle with things like IBS they have um struggle with constipation like slow slower digestion lazy lazy bowel and gastroparesis you know they're all an impact of being under fueled your body goes actually digestion isn't a priority for us right now let's shut that down we experience impaired cognitive function now even um if we look at studies on atypical anorexia which is basically or most of the time where people meet the criteria for anorexia nervosa but essentially are in um healthy or healthy bodies um whatever that looks like maybe larger bodies their brains actually shrink we actually see 
brain shrinkage in people that are under fueled no matter what their weight no matter where they are um on the scale of disordered eating um, and impaired cognitive function along with that you know the reduced um, ability to focus um, and you know learn and remember stuff um, and also with that becomes you know comes emotional regulation we see impaired emotional regulation with clients and, and people generally that underfueled because of the way the brain is trying to conserve energy needing to process you know processing emotion doesn't help us run away from tigers it doesn't actually help us in the in the world of survival knowing that we are evolved from hunter gatherers and so the body cuts that out again you know we don't need digestion if we're running away from a tiger we don't need emotional regulation also if we're running away from a tiger um we'll experience increased anxiety because we're in that famine state our body is in that survival mode also known as the sympathetic nervous system or the fight flight freeze nervous system um, i should say fight flight freeze fall nervous system and so it's going to be more anxious we have more adrenaline more cortisol running around and obviously this has an impact on our lives it has a way an impact also on our eating disorders and our disordered eating because a huge part of why people struggle with eating disorders is so often about control and if we're experiencing increased anxiety because we're in that famine state and we're experiencing the increased levels of adrenaline cortisol those stress hormones then we're going to even more want to restrict to control to um, control our weight and control food to give us um, some sense of control over this anxiety so whilst i'm going to be talking about all the reasons why eating disorders really aren't about the fucking food um actually we can't ignore the fact that food and nourishing our bodies sometimes rate restoration and and all the things that come with it is so so essential because without that we're not going to be able to think straight we're not going to be able to emotionally regulate and again emotionality is a huge part of um of learn of, of recovery we get to learn to manage our emotions we can't do that if we're under fueled like no matter how hard we try no matter how much therapy we have and the same with anxiety you know there's only so much that therapy can do if you're gonna be physiologically just have those stress hormones running through so we have to eat in recovery you know we it's not like other addictions where we can abstain right we have to eat as part of our recovery But the reason why I talk so much and I'm going to be talking about so much about why it's not about the fucking food is because so often when we go through eating disorder treatment, I have I was in clinics I looked for a long time, um, was in CAMS, had various experiences with traditional treatment approaches that were very food and weight focused. When we do that so often, we miss the root causes. We miss the reasons why people have developed disordered eating, eating disorders, anxiety, etc. in the first place. And if we don't address those, then even if we do fix the food, even if that person is able to have that repaired cognitive function, emotional regulation has capacity for it, right? Has, has the lower stress hormones for the period that they are weight restored likely um they are going to relapse because actually all of the stuff that the eating disorder is doing for them the disordered eating is doing for them is still going to be needed so i'm going to be talking lots in the next episode about some of the main root causes i see um in order to share with you like really how to recover but what i don't want you to do is use this as an excuse to not eat and not 
take the opposite action, not challenge the food rules and not eat sufficiently and actually enjoy food because food gets to be enjoyed. And it's a huge part of recovery for us is to enjoy food, enjoy social events around food. And recovery doesn't exist without that. But we get to do both. We get to do the, the, the work around the food. Yeah, the stuff I've talked about today. But we also get to do the stuff that isn't about the food. And that is the big chunk that's missing in traditional treatment approaches and why I really want to talk so much about the other stuff. You know that you need to eat. You know likely what you need to eat. You know how to do it. But it's these things that are going to hold you back. The the things that aren't about the food that are going to really hold you back from actually making a full lifelong recovery. So I'll be talking about more about those in future episodes and I look forward to speaking to you then. <laughs>